your audio lesson of the day. <laughs> All right, and welcome to Geeks with Kids, your bi-weekly geeky podcast from a parenting point of view. I'm one of your hosts, Eric, and joining me this week, because it's Thursday, are the two Michaels. Hi, Michaels. Hey. hey. Hello. <laughs> so we're back for another Star Trek Picard roundup. 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 There's the one. Uh, so this week, <laughs> this week is episode eight, Broken Pieces. So this episode was crazy. Starting <laughs> episode eight. There was so much. Episode eight of, of 10 episodes this season. And this is what happened. So 14 years ago, Commodore O takes a group of Romulan women, including Nerissa and her aunt Ramda, to a planet called Aya, located in a system with eight suns, where they experience the admonition, a warning left behind by a long extinct race in the form of a vision. Most of the women then mutilate or kill themselves, unable to cope with the knowledge. But Nerissa and Ramda survive. When Rio sees Soji, it triggers painful memories of someone named Jana. He locks himself in his quarters, leaving his holograms to run the ship, while Picard has him set course for Deep Space 12. Picard contacts Admiral Clancy, who agrees to send a squadron to meet him at Deep Space 12. Rafi learns that Gerardi betrayed them, and the EMH reveals that she killed Maddox. After waking up from her coma, Gerardi admits the truth to Picard, explaining that O placed a mental block on her to prevent her from talking about the vision. She meets with Soji and tells her that she will never harm her. Rafi meets with Rios, who explains what happened aboard the Ibn Maj. Their ship made contact with two beings, one who looked identical to Soji. Then Captain Alonzo Vandermeer executed the pair in cold blood, claiming to be acting on secret orders from Starfleet security. When Rios pressed him, Vandermeer committed suicide and Rios was forced to cover up the truth to keep his ship from being destroyed. Rafi realized that the two beings were synths from Bruce Maddox's planet. Rafi puts everything together and tells the crew about the planet in the 8th star system, warning about the destruction resulting from synthetic life, which results in the creation of the Zat Vash. Zat Vash. Vash. Commodore O, a Vulcan-Romulan hybrid and a member of the Zat Vash, infiltrated Starfleet and instigated the synth attack on Mars in order to create a synth ban. Soji plots a course for a Borg transwarp conduit to take them to her home planet. They are secretly followed by Narek. Meanwhile, aboard the artifact, Seven arrives to rescue Elnor and activates the Queen's cell. She interfaces with the Queen's system, herself becoming a local Borg queen, but Nerissa has many of the ex-Borg executed and others jettisoned into space. However, the Romulans evacuate and the remaining ex-Borg take over. Seven disconnects from the collective. Marissa sends a fleet to Soji's planet before being overwhelmed by the XPs. I think it's really important to notice note that the Borg also said that she had she being seven had more work to do for them, which was really Annika had yeah. Annika. That was such that was such a cool scene. Oh my goodness. Oh my this God. episode had so like it was hard to think about how like last last week was so intimate and personal, and we're like, oh, this is the best episode. Which I still think seven is the best episode of the series. I'll but agree. eight was so good; it just ramped it everything up. Like this is definitely heading towards a finale. It was also the ex- exposition episode. Oh man, everything everything right, started falling into place. It was amazing. What did you guys think of this episode? As I keep on talking about how amazing I thought it was. Sure, yeah. Like like I was saying, like it was an exposition episode. We were finally getting some answers, and and the answers were coming at us in a lot of different um, and interesting ways. <laughs> We weren't just being told um, that this was the story by some narrator. Instead, it was we were learning about Rios, you know, in a very unique way through the holograms. We were learning about um, what had actually happened with uh, Dr. Girardi um, through her exploration of of Soji mm-hmm. and 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 her realization of who Soji was. And we're learning about what's happening on the Borg ship, um, you know, through Seven of Nine. Like it was, there, there was so much going on, but it was 
like you leave the episode understanding what mm-hmm. what was going on way way more than you did when you went into it. Yeah, it didn't look like or it didn't feel like anything suffered, like any of the other plots suffered as the other ones were going on. Right. They just yeah. kept on like some one of the plots would go and they'd reach a like high point and then they'd move to the next one. And now and that would reach another high point and they just kept on rotating like that. It was such a good like masterclass in editing and directing. It was so, yeah. so well done. Um, also, the look of this episode was like it felt like first contact. It, it wasn't directed yeah. by Jonathan Franks, but it had that kinetic energy and it felt like it. it. It felt like that old Star Trek, like very fast paced movie type thing, like first contact in, in all honesty. It, it was one of the few times um, where I was super excited for the Borg. Like, you know, the Borg have always been a, a series of villains in the show. And I mean, it, they've had they've had their moments. But but this idea, like when when uh, when seven became the Borg Queen. That was really a hell yeah kind of episode, kind of moment in the episode. And yeah. her eyes turned that 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 dark, that black, the black. color with the green light. And then and then she's you know we are Borg, and is like oh. Was did was anyone so else have a moment where they're like oh no this is gonna overtake her? Like there were there were moments of panic as I was watching it because I knew that that was the only way for them to escape. Mm. But it was also they're reactivating the Borg, even if but it was ju- just as she gets control of all the drones. Yeah. Then they get sucked out into space and it's like, oh, oh come on. I that was so, so brutal. Some, you know? how, how good is Star Trek that you actually feel sorry for Borg? Now, oh. right? <laughs> the, the, yeah. But it's because of Seven, right? Yeah. yeah. And they've, they've humanized them so much. This season, like they had that whole thing with Picard and they're like, oh, they're the victims and yeah. that whole idea. And then seeing that <laughs> them being, you know, just jettisoned out into space before him being saved. It's crazy. That's yeah. And I mean, when Hugh died, like that was a big, that's a big tear moment, tearjerker kind of moment too. That that you know, because he was really that Borg that people could connect with before mm-hmm. Seven of Nine came into the picture, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. What do you guys think of the the prologue? Like, I love the the intro from fourteen years ago at the um the grief world of Aya, the grief world. Um, we we had lots of thoughts about it last year, like or last episode, and yeah, it was definitely a a a, a ritual for the for the Tal Shiar, and it was it was messed up. <laughs> like, like, but, like what anyway. could be so bad that after you see it or after you experience it, your first thought is, I have to kill myself as quick as possible. Yeah, with anything yeah. I have around me, I'm going to yeah, smash the, my face with a rock. Yeah, whatever, God, right? right? Um, there was also. Did you notice that there was there was a image of Data in that? In yeah. that, uh, yeah, in that memory, that was crazy. It was like a, it was like a quick shot of a synth turning into data, and yeah. I was like, oh, ooh, that's nice. Uh, Sorry, Hawk, you were saying something before I cut you off. How crazy is the secret that they had to construct this bizarre gravitational anomaly involving what yeah. four eight to suns? Eight suns. And yeah, yeah. And it's like well, then they de- they described it as why would you do that? Well, just to show show people that you can. Yeah. And to show them that it's the, that it's so important that you're going to rearrange an entire star system so that people know that there's something important here for you to see. And then they made an energy table just so you can touch it and go crazy. <laughs> oh man. It, it it felt I don't know why uh, I was feeling a little bit mass effect when I was watching, like when I, when I'm seeing no, some it, of this it, stuff, right? It did. It felt very Mass Effect-y. Right? Because we're, we're talking about the, uh, what were they called in Mass Effect? The the, the creatures that, um, oh, the, the destroyer. The, oh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but you know what I'm talking the about? The sovereign. Sovereign. 
Yeah. And, and, and so they would, they would also, you know, they would be in the game, they would have visions and they, they knew that this thing was coming and it was going to wipe out the whole universe. And, and I was seeing a little bit of that and, and it was kind of a cool thing. This, this would make a really good Mass Effect TV show, to be <laughs> honest, right? Because it, it felt like even this, even just the shots at the beginning of this, like you haven't, I haven't seen Star Trek look this beautiful, even with yeah. Discovery. Discovery shot really well, but it doesn't look as good as Picard. Picard doesn't, is like, doesn't no. the spaceship seem a little Mass Effect too? The the La Serena that, that he fly, like that seems like a Mass Effect kind of spaceship. It does. Too. It does. The outside. I for got. Sure. I got. I got more of a Guardians of the Galaxy vibe from it. The inside oh. looks like Guardians, but the outside looks like um like Mass Effect for sure. Yeah. But uh, that's the thing is we keep talking about the vision. Uh, hmm. I don't know if we want to talk about this a little bit further than that, but this yeah, is yeah, something sure. that, that happened in the past, and uh, Picard has a great expositional. Uh, monologue about it later on how this past that uh, the shot Vosh fear uh, mm. will come true now and that only reflects their their web of secrets and fears yeah it has no <laughs> has no possibility of hope for a, a better ter- future for this synth revolution mm. is there uh, I wonder because we had talked about this earlier that there are a lot of parallels to modern like our current life is there something that something like this that's happening in the current realm of our lives um i can't think of anything well it was it's interesting because i i I wasn't a big a huge big bang theory uh, fan in that but i did catch this later episode in that where sheldon and uh, his girlfriend and that were making a primitive binary network using only their skin cells and i guess this is an actual field of uh study that uh they're exploring that's sort of terrifying (laughs) like a biotechno type thing a, a primitive by a neural network made entirely out of a skin cell oh, in, in a combination wow. of skin cells, actually. That's crazy. Hmm. Yeah. There, there's a, there's a great yeah. fan theory that's going yeah. around. I don't know if you guys have heard it yet. Uh, Do I want can... to? Like, I, I don't know if I want to like, <laughs> that, that's the hard thing about reading like theories, right? Cause then if it's right, you're like, ah, oh, man, I, I wish know, it, I I had, uh, and, and, and I sort of tackled this a few episodes back where I was talking about, you know, possibility of seeing data appear as a as mm-hmm. a person in the final episode i mean i i hope that happens but i think know, everyone assumes that but like at this point i'm there are a bunch of spoilers going out for the next two episodes i'm like i don't want to uh, i like not see, spoilers I, I, but i haven't theories. seen any of those yet but no, yeah, okay, I mean, we, we won't we won't dig into the fan theories then just i want to but I, you know i'm at that point where i'm just like i sort of just want to experience it now especially if based on how good this episode was I just mm-hmm. want to, yeah. and how surprising some of the things that happened. In okay. This. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to put this out there then. The, the fan theory basically suggests that there's a link between Picard and Star Trek Discovery. And that's, that's where the fan theory is coming in. And so I'm just going to leave that there. And Ooh. then, you know, we'll, now we'll, I really want to know. Yeah. Right. We'll, <laughs> but we'll now actually I don't. find out in a couple episodes if, yeah. if, that, if that actually falls into place. But there's supposedly a link there. Remember uh, that because I, I would love to talk about it in the, in the yeah. thing. Yeah. They're definitely going to link these two, right? They, 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 in the first episode, Picard was talking about angels, right? And, and, you know, they had that whole theme with angels last season on Discovery. Yeah. So yes. I could 100% see them put him closer together. And I guess next season of Discovery, they go past the Starfleet, right? The existence oh, way, of Starfleet. way into the future, way into the so, future, like thousands we, of years into the future. Maybe we'll find out why it might even dissolve closer than we realize, right? Who knows? Yeah. Like, um, you know, if any of our listeners are curious, you can look up what, what the Discovery card fan theory link is otherwise we'll we'll talk about that stuff when it gets we should definitely talk about it in the in the finale yeah yeah we, 
Especially yeah, since I remember earlier we had all heard that the new Enterprise is going to show up, and I wonder if it's going to be with that fleet that's being sent to Deep uh, Space Twelve. Can you imagine like the the fleet shows up and then and then it's like uh, you know the, and then the Enterprise swoops in to save the La Serena, yeah, and and the captain is like war for something like that. <laughs> I one hundred percent think it's Jordy. <laughs> is it Jordy? Jordy's I would captain? love it. He would be an amazing captain, right? Oh, he and uh, he and Patrick Stewart posted a picture together today, and that. I wonder if that was some sort of little Easter egg. Oh. I, I, I hope there are still some surprises, some surprises. Cause you go on IMDB and it doesn't list anything, but what we've seen. Right. Yeah. And but even so, some of the episodes we've seen, they don't list the cast members. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so I hope they have something up their sleeves. I want another like, holy shit moment. Yeah. You know, when, when something crazy cool happens and we get to see another character, like, you know, when, when say when seven first appeared or whatever, like, we knew in, she in was the, coming, the, but they had, they had been like but pumping I mean in up tra- that she's in, in, in the trailer. Like when we yeah. saw that first trailer and seven of nine appears and she's like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing, Picard? Yeah, like, yeah, oh. so good. You owe me oh. a ship, Picard. Yeah. <laughs> um, should we talk about uh, Gerardi's, uh journey through this episode? Because yes, there was a lot of fear when, when she had talked to Picard about killing Maddox. And there was a lot of fear surrounding her, I guess her initial meeting with Soji, like she didn't know what to expect and she had seen the vision, but upon meeting her, she immediately, like everything broke down, like her guards went down and she immediately, like, it was like a masterpiece had appeared right well, in front of her. Well, that was still her area of, her area of study, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah she for was, sure. Uh, she was an expert in cybernetics and, and, you know, Android, li- like androids and all that kind of stuff. So suddenly all of that took over, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she knew nothing about Soji's existence before all this began. So, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was such a good, again, Alison Pill, such a good actress. Oh, and she's so good. You know what I felt most of uh, through her performance this week was relief, you know, because yeah. she's carrying around all this, all these dark secrets and that for the last several episodes and that. So this episode was just a, a total relief that it was all out in the open and that mm-hmm. and she was willing to admit to her mistakes she was willing to give herself up uh you can see that weight lifting off of her shoulders right yeah oh man but do you think it was her fault because the idea behind a vulcan mind meld is that you know you actually you know it's kind of a uh inception kind of thing right where you really Mm -hmm. don't have the control you believe that it's your own thoughts but it actually could be someone else's thoughts plus there was that other block that commodore or yeah the, 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 the psychic block or whatever that was in there so she's right now ready to turn herself in but maybe do you think that we're going to determine that uh that maybe she wasn't really at fault and it was she was brainwashed I, I don't I know if the brainwash is the... I, I feel like because those memories are right in her, like yeah. she was really compelled to do it. Like She would have to, because that's what she and was she feeling. Called it, right? She actually called it poison. Yeah, right. unleash a poison into her mind. Well, all of those, all of those Romulans that saw that particular memory, you know, killed themselves. Yeah, so yeah. she was exposed to that same abdomination or whatever that was at the beginning of the episode. She was exposed to it, but sort of in a, in a second... You know, through, through a, a well, well, she filter, said yeah, that filter. she wanted to kill herself every day, right? And she never did it because she had this mission that Commodore Oral put her on. Yeah. So, could you imagine going yeah. through that? Oh man, just just the, yeah. the 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 stuff that was in her head was so. But traumatizing. there is there is an idea behind that. She was shown what uh, O needed her to see, and mm-hmm. not yeah, necessarily that's true. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um, did we talk about Rios and his? Not yet. Not yet. Twenty fourth century schizoid man. Oh. Yeah. Well. Yeah, he so he broke his uh, personality up into five pieces and we see all his different aspects of his personality, which is amazing and such a great idea to have as different crew members. 
with and, and different Raffy accents. Kept getting, Raffy kept getting him confused with the holograms. Yeah, yeah. it was amazing. She she also had a really good episode. Like I'm starting to like her a lot. This episode, I really enjoyed her. Especially her, like sort her, of, her only point though on this episode was just to interact with those holograms. It almost felt I, like yeah. she was just pushing the story forward. It was her in, in detective regard. mode though, and it, yeah. it was wonderful seeing that. Like she wasn't gloomy and and drunk and that. And drunk. But now you know she. Oh yeah, that little moment in that when she try she goes to the 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 replicator for a drink and she forgets she locked herself out of it. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, like she she's coming into her own, and I I think because she sees some vindication in what yeah. she has done the twelve past twelve years, she has like a a fire like there's been a light lit underneath her and now she's just going going and she sees the purpose to what she's doing yeah. uh, but back to rios it felt very it, it felt like a stage uh, like a kind of technique that you'd use in a stage show like a stage production mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if you were if you were trying to 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 you know you, you'd give five different actors different portions of a character's life and and you know it, it felt very like drama uh, you know, but like, not as she. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, how about that one? How about that that one hologram who would just stood v- uncomfortably close to her at all, at all times during their conversation? They were all sort of oh. weird and different, which was good. It was funny. There was something amazing about having her piece things together with the holograms and them yeah. realizing that they each had a different part of this memory. Yeah, that he could, you know, she could go up to the captain afterwards and you know, talk to him as a friend and help him through this painful moment that he had gone through. I, I love when they're searching for something in their memory, their eyes do that little flicker thing. I'm, I'm the, really, really excited about that. Did the EMH do that on Voyager? I don't recall. No, no, this isn't, this is a new special effect. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. But on the first, the first episode of Picard, um, when, when he was in that archive mm-hmm. trying to look for the painting, yeah, the, she did that too. The hologram did that there too. Yeah. Maybe it's a, you know, OS update, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, <laughs> just a, just a visual, like a theme. You have to apply a theme to your holograms. <laughs> so we also find out that um, the, the mystery behind Rios is uh, what had happened on his previous Starfleet ship and why he no longer trusts Starfleet. The whole idea of his captain killing Tooth Sense because of O and then. Yeah, it, and then him having to cover it up for the sake of the crew, and that who he knew he would doom to death if he didn't. Uh, yeah, and I think I understand the holograms now. In that, uh, instead of repressing all the guilt and emotions that he had behind it, in that he decided to like because he purposely it, we they go into a bit of a description about how he purposely left the scanner on, mm-hmm. uh, didn't go back to correct it, and that, but made them all distinctly himself and little and, and that he they tweaked parts of it, right? Yeah. yeah. He would erase certain data that he didn't want uh, them to remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, they, yeah I he, guess it, it was sort of like a, um, a release for him, right? A way for him yeah. to feel those emotions in different he, he parts of him. He was able to cope, too. right? Yeah. Uh, that was, was very such thoughtful a cool character. Scene. It's always fascinating going through his, uh, his uh, reading selection. I saw The Stranger on his shelf and that didn't. Oh, uh, I did episode. not notice. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and look at that. But even more so, I want him to be in season two. Like, I, I, I don't want us to just have Picard and then reset all of the periphery characters. I want, I want all, all of those characters to be with us still. And I know they probably won't because they're not all going I, to be I part don't of the know next story. About that. The, the, in this episode, I think even, uh, especially at the end, they when they all sat at the table, that felt they, like the they, first they, time they're a crew. Right? Yeah. Uh, I, think the, I think these characters are coming back for, like, this is his new crew. If he's I think coming so back too. for season two, these guys are coming back with him. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. That would be amazing. Just add Guinan at the bar. 
It'll be yes. fine. Yeah. It'll be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, was there anything in this episode you guys didn't like? Did not anything not much. work? No. I thought the pacing was perfect. I I don't know. I don't I don't think anything bothered me at all. Yeah. And normally something like nitpicks at me, like one little thing, not, not in this one at all. I mean, the, there was a couple of little tiny things. Like I wondered why Rafi didn't just go and find, like she kept wandering around and, and characters had told her that he was locked in his cabin, but yeah. she did seem to be wandering around a bit. And it was like, maybe it didn't really describe to me that she couldn't get in or she wasn't able to talk to him. Maybe she didn't know where your cabin was. <laughs> Maybe. It's <laughs> that entirely, entirely possible. I never thought about that, but that, yeah, it was sort of funny that she would just be like, hey, oh, there he is, and then start talking to that person. But then how did Narek, because you see at the very last scene of the episode, you see Narek sort of slip in and follow them into the Borg transwarp conduit? Yeah. I wonder like, if um, the, you know how Gerardi had put that thing in her to neuralize the tracker? Neutralize. Yeah. Neutralize. I wonder if it actually didn't, or there's a secondary one that Maybe. she doesn't know about. Yeah, because he just seems maybe to be, he's just that good. Or that he, good. I'm, I'm thinking it's just that he's that good. Yeah. Or maybe he's tracking Soji, yeah. right? Oh, that would, yeah, that would make sense that he would put something in her just in case. Right? Oh, yeah, he would have a uh, he would have had every opportunity to. He would have ew. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> um, did we talk about Narissa and their her interaction with her aunt? Uh, this week. I no, we really didn't. like that actress. I think she's fantastic. Narissa or the Narissa. Um, Narissa. Yeah. yeah. She was yeah. she was phenomenal. She's been in a number of things that I've really enjoyed her. And uh yeah, she's Peyton very List. good in this. Sorry? Peyton List. Yeah, Peyton List, for sure. She's so evil in this, in yeah. this episode. And to see her go through that ritual at the beginning and then still take care of her aunt. And then and then we see her later on the artifact, still taking care of her aunt, sort of. But and getting sort of a backstory about what happened in that because we it, yeah. we still haven't explored that area of how the aunt got uh, assimilated, yeah, uh, by the Borg. But the, she had that memory in her, that memory yeah. that that you know poisoned Gerardi, right? Like that she had that memory in her, and so when the Borg assimilated assimilated her, her I'm wondering if it, that memory it poisoned uh, the whole ship, yeah. And mm. the reason that there's the artifact exists is that they they the collective probably had to disconnect it from their whole. Yeah. So now it's no longer even an artifact, right? Like now it's a fully functioning cube. I thought it just I thought not have any drones. I thought it wasn't connected to the collective. It was just like firewalled off. It's not connected. They severed it like a like a useless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so they've, right they've, now they've, it's, but it's, when, it's just it's a local network. Yeah, it's just, yeah. just a land. It's a land party. <laughs> it's a land yeah, party. It's a land party. <laughs> and they said that it was repairing itself, right? After yeah. she had fully, you yeah. could see it repairing oh. itself the way it was together. In that, um, shout out to all the special effects guys on this episode. It was great seeing mm-hmm. an updated version of what of the of a board cube. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's totally going to show up in the last scene. Like I'm sure it's going to swoop in and attack. Yeah, you know, uh, seven and nine or or. Somebody's going to be on that piloting that board. Cube it'll be seven of nine and it'll be it'll amazing. Be yeah. And then you'll see it stand up to the enterprise and just be like, yes, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> or, or side by side with the enterprise fighting oh, all that, these Romulans. Even more. That would be even messed up and amazing. Yeah. Any, any final thoughts on the episode before we go? <sighs> bring on, I, bring on the final ones. I can't wait. You know, you know what I was just thinking too, you know, that, that one of Riker's last uh, things that he said in episode seven, uh, he was asked if he would ever go back, and he said that he's still on active reserve. But it was <gasps> maybe he's the him. captain of the Enterprise. Oh, no. I think he's going to swing in as the acting captain of the Enterprise to say, yes. "Oh my God, could you imagine?" Oh yes, we'll get the Enterprise coming in, and we'll get like the um, what's Worf ship called? The the, the Defiant. Defiant. The Defiant. 
Yeah. Would that still even be in commission? That's yeah, yeah, that's an old ship. But it, <laughs> maybe they haven't updated. Maybe it's defiant. It's got it's got all the 3D panels Two? and everything on it. Oh man, amazing. Um, yeah. So now that we've seen all the the trailer for the next episode, I was just saying the show set. It feels like this is the first time, like in the little shots that we've seen, that the crew on the La Serena feel like they're a proper crew. Like the crew, they have a spot yeah. there. They know what they're doing. Even yeah. though they're crashing, apparently, um, <laughs> they know what they're doing and they feel like a whole unit. Yeah. Uh, I like the trailer. It was mercurial, though, because, you know, we, we, we know the name of the planet. Uh, we know that they get there. Uh, and we're not sure where they're encountering. It's, did the, not those ships look like floral design? Yeah. They're fighting giant robot flowers. Dun, dun. Yeah. Although, to be, on, to be fair, remember, yeah, the orchids. Right? Yeah. Maybe that's what... Oh, the show is so good. I don't know why people <laughs> are so angry at it. Uh, are they? People I, are angry I've at everything. People are angry at I've Discovery. I've stayed away from the negative stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mostly just follow the cast on Twitter and that. Yeah. But yeah. I don't do the episode recaps on Twitter. There was, uh, a, so. there was an article today about um, the backlash of Picard and how um, people are like debating what's real Trek and what's not real Trek. I'm like, Ooh. you know... If you yeah. have Patrick Stewart doing Trek, it's real Trek, yeah. <laughs> right? The, yeah, the, the, and just yeah. because it's not exactly how they imagined it in their fan fiction, yeah, like they just need to back off and enjoy something for once. It's it's fine. Do you guys? Uh, do you guys like? I thought it was cool when Rios um, sang the lullaby, and and that gave him back control of his ship. Again. Oh yeah, there, that there, didn't make. I I that one kind of slipped past me. I didn't. <laughs> Understand. Well, it, it felt like a, you know how they had an override for the Hulk to make him fall asleep? That's what it felt like. They're yeah, like, this, sure. is, this is his ship override. Like, whenever something happens, this will give, give him like, like if, control if all the way back. His ship and he was in like the brig or something, he could just sing that and get control back. Yeah. But it seemed to affect Soji more than anything. It's almost like something she recognized. And I couldn't understand how she was connected to that song. Maybe she did know it. Maybe he sang it to her as uh, Jenna. Maybe there's a sexy moment with that. Who knows? Let's throw this out to our listeners. What did you think of uh, Rios's sexy song? Uh, why don't you send us an email? Or contact yeah, us. Use, use, use the hashtag Rios sexy song. <laughs> and send us an email. We're on social media. Um, send us a note on social media. We're everywhere. Thanks, Michaels, for coming on, talking about Picard. So uh, excited for next week. Yes. Yeah, yes. Thanks for having us. See you Part next one week. of the finale. Uh, and thank you guys for coming and listening to us talk about star trek and we'll talk to you guys soon goodbye bye Bye. well that's it for us this week on geeks with kids if you want to get a hold of us you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca and don't forget to like us on facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids follow us on twitter at geekswithkidstn check out our pics on instagram at geekswithkids and you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca so if you like what you hear why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.